forgiving as a lifestyle and, co and cultivating forgiving heart. All right. You're trying to, you want to be a forgiver. It should be part of you and cultivating a heart that forgives. That's our last, that's going to be, that's going to close the chapter of forgiveness. So I want you to pay attention. If you're going to look at a parable that Jesus told, and through that parable, you are going to learn how to forgive, how we can cultivate that spirit of forgiveness. All right? Many a times people hurt you. Some know that they have hurt you. Some don't know. All right? Those who know sometimes come be to you and say, I'm sorry. Others don't come. What do you do? You're going to still not forgive? Or you're going to say, because of God's word, I'm going to let it go. And I'll be free too. Because the moment that you hold those things in you, you become a slave to that. You know? Anytime you see that person, your heart starts beating. Bad thoughts start coming to your mind. So forgiveness is very important. And I, I thank God for giving the leadership this topic for us, all of us. Because I need it. You also need it. All right? None of us is above the grace. That's why it's, it's an everyday thing. So we want to open our Bibles to the book of Luke. I'm going to need three readers here. 15, verse 11 to 32. So open your Bibles. I would like to see everybody opening their Bibles, flipping their Bibles. And Luke is in the New Testament. 15. If you don't have a Bible, just get closer to somebody who has a Bible. And let's all study the word of God together. And after we finish reading, I'm going to ask you what you, you pick from that scripture. All right, now let's go. Read from 11 to 15. Luke chapter 15, verses 11 to 15. And he said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he said to his, and he divided his property between, between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. There he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country, who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. And Jesus Somebody's going there from 16 to 25. 16 to 25. Yes, go ahead. He longed to his oh, he longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned again against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to call you my to be called your son. Make me make me like one of make me like one of your hired servants so he can get up. So he got up and went to his father, but while he was 
while he was still a long way of while he was still a long way of his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him he ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him the son said to him father i have sinned against heaven and against you i am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to him quick bring quick bring the best robe and put and put it on him put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet bring the fat the fattened calf and kill it let let's have a feast and celebrate for his for this son of mine was dead and and is alive again he was lost and is found so they began to celebrate meanwhile the older son was meanwhile the older son was in the field when he came near the house he heard music and dancing amen amen who want to finish it up for me Koku. Meanwhile, the old son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, and he replied, Your father and you and your father has killed the fattened cow because he was him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been, a, I've been slaving for you never disobeyed your orders that you never gave never gave me even a young goat so I can so I could celebrate with my friends but when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes come home and come home comes home you kill the father the fattened cow for him my son the father said you are always with me and everything I have is yours but we had to celebrate and be glad because his because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and found. It's the word of God. Amen. This is a parable that Jesus once told. And there are three people in this, but today for the sake of our topic, we are going to focus on two people. We are focusing on the prodigal son and the father. All right? If time gives us, we have more time, you focus on the elder son. All right? Shall we close our eyes to pray? Father, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for giving us today to come and listen to your word, your word, O oh Lord. As we go through the parable that once you once told us, may you, O oh God, give us a retentive memory, cause us to understand your word, so that we'll be the doer of your word, not just hearers. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Now we want us to look at the, the prodigal son, all right? The prodigal son one day sat down and realized that it's okay. I've sat in this house for that long. He went to his father and said that give me a portion of my, my inheritance so that I will leave this house. The father, what did the father do? He divided and gave it to him. What did the prodigal son also did? He just packed all his stuff and left out. I'm going to spend all the money, everything, outside. For the sake of our topics today, we are talking about forgiveness. But the Bible says that as he spent everything outside, and he realized that he had nothing to eat, what was he fed on again? The, the food of the pig, right? 
he realized he came to his senses and said, no, my father has so many things. Initially, he was rebellion. He said, hey, I'm, I'm done. That implies to us as Christians, we live in the grace where God has given us everything. Sometimes we want to walk in our own path. See, now, we will go and hit the wall sometimes. The Bible says that when the prodigal son became aware of himself, what did he do? Did he go to friends? No. He decided to think about how, how many his family has, his father has, to come back. All right? There are two sides of forgiveness. When you realize that I've sinned, you go on your knees and ask for forgiveness. Or when you know that you have offended somebody. Many at times we know, as children of God, we have offended somebody. But what do we do? We don't care. We hurt people. We hurt our friends. And we call ourselves Christians. Instead of us to go back to them and say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. We let it go. But this time around, the prodigal son was what? Remorseful. He realized that I need to go back to my father. Okay? God is calling all of us. His arms is ever ready to forgive all of us. That's, where, that's why when he taught us how to pray, what did he say? The Lord's Prayer. Is in heaven and forgive us our hold on hold on right many a times we speak the Lord's prayer how many times have you forgiven somebody you are asking the Lord to forgive you as you forgive anyone that sins against you right it's a high time believers we start putting meanings into God's word so that God will forgive us. Some of us are walking on this earth with a load because somebody has hurt them. Because you have hurt somebody. Alright? So when he came back to his father, what did his father do? He forgave him. What did he do? Did he throw a party for him? That's what God warned all of us. The Bible said that we were once a sinner, saved by what? Grace. So when we are we sin, when you go back to Him, He's ever ready to forgive us. This is the culture that the Lord all of, want all of us to have. And that's the main reason why He taught us that prayers that forgive us as we forgive those who sin against us. You know you're right, yes. You know you didn't do anything wrong to him or her, yes. But he offended you. What are you supposed to do? I'm not saying it's going to be easy. None of our teachers who taught us forgiveness for the past four weeks taught us that forgiving is easy. No. You're going to go through difficult times when you know that you cannot do anything. That is when God expects you to forgive. And if you're a Christian and you offend somebody, just 
realize that you have offended somebody. Go to the person and say, I'm sorry. Amen. Now, after he came back, the Bible says that they put on new clothes, new sandals, whatever it is, a ring. They threw a party for him. They restored him, although he was eating with pigs. But the Bible says that his father restored him back. And that's how God deals with us. We may sin, we may go on our own way. But when you hit the wall and realize that we have a Savior, the Lord is ever ready to forgive all of us. He's ever ready to throw a party for you. Come back. All it takes is, God, I know I've sinned against you. You get to realize it. See, the, the prodigal son realized that where I am right now, nobody can help me. Instead of me to be talking to friends, the people that he, he party with, he went ahead and just go back to his father. Because he knew he had, he had sinned against him. Now, our God is a forgiving God. And he expects us to be like him. It's not going to be a dating. It's going to be a process. And the only way we can uh, encourage those process is one, we get to stick to the word of God. And two, we have to indulge ourselves in prayers. Because it's going to take prayers and the word of God for you to have those forgiving hearts. Or else you're going to have that an eye for an eye. If somebody hurts you, hurt the person back. All right? Acts chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says that God is loving Father who always is willing to forgive his children. He's always. And that's the main reason why the Father did not turn back to him. He said that my son who was what? Lost. He was dead, but found. And that's how God is to us. We do our own thing. We go on our own ways. But when we come to him, angels rejoice. The Bible says that when one person repents in the house of the Lord, multiples of angels rejoice. And that is what happened to the prodigal son. Because he came back. There was a party that was thrown to him. The father opened the arms and said, come, bring my son back. Get the best sheep and kill for him. And that's how God wants to treat you. If only we will come back to him and say, God, we are sorry. We sinned against you. We, want, we went on our own way doing our own things. Now we want to be called your son. All right? The prodigal son thought that his father wouldn't accept him. And what he said that, let me go to my father, even if you accept me as one of his, what? Servant. But his father did not accept him as a servant. He accepted him as a son. And that's how God does for all of us. He doesn't accept us as a servant, but he accepts us as what? Children of God. We need as children of God to start thinking about how we can be like Christ. It's going to take process, yes, but we need to. All right? One, thing, one important thing I want, I want us to focus on before we also pray again is that, again, on forgiveness. It's like drinking a poison and expecting somebody to what, die. The moment that somebody offends you and you hold it in your heart, 
last week, Auntie, Auntie told us something about Joseph. All right? You hold it in your heart. One, your health is going to affect you. Two, the person who you are thinking to come back to say sorry wouldn't come to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to be mad all this while. So sometimes forgiveness is in twofold. Either the person will come to you and ask for forgiveness or the person wouldn't come. But in all, you will let it go. It's not easy. You're going to take prayers. You're going to take the word of God before you can get that. And that's the main reason why we are here today. How we can cultivate those spirit, forgiving spirit to forgive others. I mean, somebody. You want to read something before? Um, let's go back to the same, the same scripture again. 15 verse 18, 18. Luke 15, 18. And let's see what the Lord said. Um, the prodigal son says something, says something. I will rise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. So he realized that he has sinned against his physical father and also have sinned against God. So anytime that we come to the house of the Lord, we have certain things that we know we did, which is sin. Some of them we don't know. We still ask God to forgive us. Because our God that we serve is what? A merciful God. One, we need to also um, learn how to humble ourselves and admit our wrongdoing as a child of God. The prodigal son did thing. He admitted his wrongdoing and went back. Some of us are never wrong. And we can't go through life like that. We are human. We are going through this race. You may step on somebody's foot. Admit that you are human, so you offended a person. And just go and ask for forgiveness. Amen. When you have been wounded by someone, forgiving is not an easy thing to do. It's not. Is it? When somebody hurts you, is it? It's not. But God is asking us to forgive them. How do we do that? This is going to be a practical thing that we want to do. We can only do that because, um, only if you soak ourselves in the word of God. That God forgave you when you were you sinned against him. So he expects you also to do what? To forgive that person. Okay? So whoever is sitting up here that have been hurt by somebody. You know, some of us have lost our relationship to others because we've been hurt by one or two things. Anyone that is sitting up here that is going through a period of unforgiving, a period where you think that somebody's sin against you is unrepairable, we cannot repair it. God is calling you. It's asking you to forgive. It's asking, the, the Lord is asking you to let go. Amen. Oh, we all want God to forgive us, right? So why don't you forgive your friends? Why don't you forgive your siblings? Why don't you forgive somebody who have hurt you? 
First John chapter 1, verse 9. Shall we open our Bible to First John chapter 1, verse 9? Whoever is this read? First John chapter one verse nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Amen. So the exact thing that he the prodigal son did, he confessed his sins to his father, and his father forgave him. And when we confess our sins to God. He is ready to forgive us as, as children of God. I want you to take home this. One thing that happened in the in the in this parable that we did was three things. The prodigal son was rebellious, but when he came to his senses, he humbled himself. The, his father forgave him because he was remorseful. Two, three, um, four, sorry. So he was rebellious, he was humble, he repented of his stuff. All right? And he was grateful that his father did not consider him as a servant but as a child of God. And he was restored back. So if we as the children of God, if we come to the house of the Lord and we ask the Lord for forgiveness, one, he's going to forgive us. Two, he's going to restore us. The pains that we have gone through, the pains that people have led us through, the Lord is going to take away and restore us. And he's going to be happy. Angels are going to rejoice because we have let go. We have repented from our sins. And God is going to restore all of us. So let's learn something from the prodigal son as the children of God. Let's look at the, the nature of his father. He didn't look at his sins. He didn't not go to him and say, oh, I, I gave you all you needed, so why are you coming back? No. He accepted him. And God is calling all of us. He doesn't look at our sins. The moment that we turn towards him, that's when he needs. The moment that we come on our knees, that's when he needs us. The moment that we confess our sins, that's when he needs us. The moment that we say the prayers that he taught us to pray, that's when he needs us. Because you don't just say the, word, the Lord's Prayer. You say it and you forgive others. 